Billy here. Come on in. It's time for Earth Riot Radio. Today we're going to get some perspective. All right? How do you get perspective? You see things from a couple different angles. We have two eyes in our head. And it gives us the ability to see dimensions, to see distance, to see things in the foreground, to separate things out. Are you with me? Now, let's have two perspectives. Let's see things from two different angles. One is Gaia, the Earth. You've heard me talk about this many times. The Earth is a conscious living being with intelligence, feelings. It sees us. Amen. The other perspective is human-centered, extinction. I'm afraid of being extinguished. Life will only go on for a while and then death will come. And what then? <laughs> we don't know what then, do we? Now, the average person spends about 99 point something of his or her life in the perspective of extinction. We're afraid. Let's bring the Gaia up and balance it out with the extinction. See things from two angles. Are you with me? Now, we pick up the newspaper and we read about the COVID. There's a lot of fear there. But what if COVID is kind of uh, from the Earth and it's the Earth's way of reaching out to us and communicating? That's a possibility. With this new perspective I've got, it occurred to me that maybe we can communicate with the Earth, talk and listen with the Earth. That's what is coming up next here. We've produced a little uh, kind of back and forth between an animal that represents the Earth and a musician that represents us, you and me. Are you ready? Here we go. Somebody give me an earth hallelujah. very sad we just turn to the stock shopping choir and ask them a question all right save us hello i'm francisca 
And I've been in the choir a little bit more than a year. And what section do you sing in? I'm in the alto section. What's your favorite place on earth? My favorite place on earth is the Queen's Orchard in Pichingal. Uh, this is in Chile. And I hope really one day you can come with me because it's so beautiful. There's a little creek that is born right there, like 100 feet up. And so this creek comes out there and these trees have been growing there since, I don't know, like 25 years. And it's very moist and the, the, the trees are low and it's very humid and it's like a microclimate there. And what do you do when you're there? <laughs> you can do all kinds of things there. <laughs> you can eat the queens, you can just listen to the water, you can make up with your loved ones. What's your favorite song uh, that we sing in the choir? Do you have one? I love the human blues.
chewing our way to safety, killing our way to silence. We killed you. Now you're gone. But you're still here. You're still here. Now we are interested in this Plan B in my community, and I'm going to show you how a people start to liberate themselves. I think I got one slide on this one, too. Oh, this is the beginning of the liberation. My sister is here. She appreciates this story. So in my life, I have great privilege. I have the great privilege of talking to you tonight. I have the privilege of living in my own reservation, in my community, on a lake that my great, 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 great ancestors riced for wild rice, fished for fish, danced in the same arbors and in the same ceremonies on the same land, Omaha King, here. Yeah? That's a great privilege. I know that I am fortunate. I know that. And then I have this privilege that I travel around, I try to keep my carbon footprint kind of low. I'm working on that one. But this here is some people I work with. We fight off bad guys. My son, he is 10. One day he's at his school and he says, uh, he says his teacher says, what's your mom do? She, he says she saves the rice and helps the wind and fights the bad guys. That's a nice thing, huh? Anyway, this is fighting bad guys. Fought these coal plants. Big Stone 2. How many of you are from Minnesota? Big Stone 2 was a really bad idea, and we defeated it. Big Stone 2, we defeated. We're, we're working on Desert Rock, now down in the southwest of the Navajo Nation. That was one of the other slides. But sometimes, no, you could go back. Well, I, the other one was me, I guess. But. A lot of times in our communities, you know, we are people who you wouldn't bet on. You know what I mean? We're technically considered quite oppressed. Nothing has gone well for us. Colonialism, can we use the word sucks? Yeah. Let's just be honest. But in that, you know, what you find is people would not bet on us. But we fight these guys because what happens sometimes is you get your head. You know, I asked one of my, my sisters this. I said, why was it that you left that man who hit you? Why was it you left that man who hit you? And she said, because I was putting my Indian coat hangers up. That was some nails in the wall. And she said, and when I put those coat hangers up, I put them really high so that when he slammed my head against the wall, I didn't hit them. That is the story a lot of women face of being battered and thinking how you can do the least damage. Yeah? That is like my community. Sometimes you're sitting there and you're waiting and you, you are a landed people 
two-thirds of the uranium, one-third of all Western low sulfur coal, the water resources, largest dam projects, the people who live in the Arctic National Wildlife Refuge. And you see one bad project after another come towards your community. And some of them get in, and then at a certain point, when they hit your head against the wall for the tenth time, you say, that's enough. I am going to fight you. And I'm going to make you back down. And that is the communities that I have the privilege of working with. People who say no. And a lot of people would not bet on us. But you know what? You don't hang out for 500 years in the largest industrial empire in the world and not be kind of tough. And so we battled. So I was looking at these Sierra Club statistics. They kept a tally of proposed coal plants in their fate since 2000. 101 plants have been defeated. That is very good, and you all were part of that. Another 59 face opposition in the courts. Of the 229 plants being tracked, only 23 currently have a chance of getting through. That is the power of people fighting back. Do not relinquish your power. Do not give up. Our mother counts on you to fight back. Hello, welcome to News from the Natural World. I'm Savitri D. Today we report on a number of species discovered around the world this year. Science has only just begun to find and describe all of the species on Earth. By some estimates, only 20% have been classified. Science often describes these species as new, but they are only new to science, and most have been identified and described by local and indigenous communities for many generations. Many of these life forms enter scientific classification as threatened or endangered. And a special thanks to mangabe.com for their reporting on newly discovered species this year. A new orchid with white blossoms and a tall stem was found in the Guiana Highlands in Venezuela. The species is believed to live within an area of less than 20,000 square kilometers and meets the criteria to be considered vulnerable to extinction under the IUCN Red List. Members of the Pimon Arecuna indigenous community of Pariuma named the species in their native language, Epidendrum Kataran Yariku. A lethal snake was named after a mythical Chinese goddess of healing. After careful examination of the features and DNA of a snake found in rice fields and streams in monsoon forests in China and northern Myanmar, scientists in China determined that the Suzen's crate was a new species. The researchers chose to name the snake after Bai Suzen, a snake goddess from a popular traditional Chinese myth, the legend of white snake, in honor of her courage to true love and kindness to people. After analyzing the DNA of a group of polka-dotted North American skunks, a cousin of the better-known striped skunk, researchers determined that rather than four skunk species previously recognized, there are actually seven. 
Spotted skunks are sometimes called the acrobats of the skunk world due to their impressive handstands that give predators a warning that a noxious spray is coming. Although North American mammals are among the most studied animals in the world, scientists are still finding new species and learning things about their basic ecology. A new chameleon species named for the Wolfgang Buma's Ethiopian chameleon was found living in bushes and small trees in the Bale Mountains of south-central Ethiopia. The chameleon is around 15 centimeters or 6 inches long and has a distinctive crest of large spiny scales along its back and tail. The researchers suggest that the Ethiopian chameleon can be considered a species complex, a group with an unknown number of species rather than a single species, and they expect more species to be described from the group. Many of Ethiopia's endemic animals are found in the Bale Mountains, including the Ethiopian wolf, leopards, warthogs, and many other endemic reptiles. Researchers say the biodiversity hotspot likely harbors many undiscovered species. In a lowland forest on the southwest coast of Java, Indonesia's most populous island, a group of students participating in the Indonesian Herpetological Society's citizen science program found five frogs sitting by a pond. It turned out they were a new-to-science species, a very small, one-inch tree frog that can appear light yellow or light brown depending on the lighting. The frog's tick-tick-tick-tick-tick-tick call is distinctive from any other known species. Kiraxalus penticelaton is likely critically endangered. While there are more than 400 known frog species in Indonesia, only one is on the country's list of protected species. And researchers say more attention to frogs is needed. During the COVID-19 lockdowns in India, a master's student began taking pictures of the animals around his house near the foothills of the Himalayas. A photo of a snake he posted on Instagram caught the eye of a herpetologist. After further investigations, they determined it was an unknown species belonging to a group commonly called kukri snakes, named for their teeth that are curved like a kukri or Nepali dagger. The Western Himalayas are comparatively less explored than many other regions, and researchers think there are more species to be found. Thank you for listening, taking pleasure today, the great diversity of life, known and unknown, on this beautiful, beautiful earth. As of this writing, we can't say for sure if the new virus is killing us. What are the new virus's intentions? Are you friend or are you foe? The Earth is putting the virus into our bodies. She's doing that. We do know that. She's redesigning each kind of virus that comes off of her assembly line. And this latest one has its special qualities. It gets its way into our bodies somehow. People in the Stop Shopping Choir, we're all getting COVID. It's spreading very easily. It's what they call transmissible. But then when we get it, sometimes it's not so bad, kind of mild. That's the word I, hear, I keep hearing, mild, like a minor flu. Or are we just being hopeful? Because we're completely powerless. We know we can't do anything about it. In fact, 
This powerlessness of ours has a kind of humility that human beings don't often have towards nature. Maybe that idea that we control nature is going out the window. Our way of life was always that we are the chosen people and we're here to convert nature into wealth. And we're going to convert foreigners into our slaves. And we're going to slay the wilderness. But now the earth is converting us into what? Life. Realistic life. Life that has death in it, which it always had. But we have been in denial for a few centuries, haven't we? Yes. Gaia is converting us into life that has death in it. And you can sum that up in the word extinction. Gaia's extinction. Gaia is giving us a way to live. Do we accept that deal? I think we'd better. But that kind of living has death in it. Somebody give me an earth hallelujah. super value, a Walmart crushed by a great green storm, a new town rising from the logos to be born. I believe beyond the US of A, we know what it is. The Prez is embedded like a method actor. Is he on the set? Has the star got his gun? It's a buddy film with God. You better run. I believe in praying beyond crusades, and we all know what it is. Eternal life, it's not flying all night. 
No B-2 bomber, no high-tech attack. A child on the ground is praying that God when did back. When did the product die on the shelf? I think you lost us. What did you say? There's nothing to love but fear itself. We have nothing to love. Life is a network of terror. And shopping keeps the demons in the zoo. It's not that we're young or black or labor. Until you change. We're the devil to you. Until you change. We're the devil to you. Until you change. We're the devil to you. Until you change. And Reverend Billy, now time to say goodbye. Jason Candler, want to thank you for riffing with your saxophone. Riffing with the life on this earth. Brendan Burke on the drums. Winona LaDuke, your call to action reminds us. Line three, we, we want to just prayer walk again with all of you as you defend the Anishinaabe and Lakota and Ojibwe land, the life of northern Minnesota against the Enbridge Corporation and the corrupt police people. They know not what they do. Savitri D, calling to the attention, the life that we haven't found yet, kind of a colonizing attitude that life comes into being when the European Americans <laughs> discover, uh, well, you, you are living now. May we discover one another and have a conversation and work together to be living together on this earth. Somebody give me a life hallelujah. Of course, I want to thank the broadcast people, the podcast people, WHPW, Harpswell, Maine, John Halperin, and your community. Uh, contact us, will you, on this, on this winter solstice week. We're at RevBilly at RevBilly.com. Say hello. Next week is the turn of the year. We'll do that together. Somebody give me an earth hallelujah here today. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm.